0: each episode is available to view on youtube so be sure to check us out you can also find us on facebook instagram and twitter thanks for listening
1: and enjoy the show i feel where i am now that those who are around me now generally love me and generally accept me for who i am and i i feel like we just need to love the um, differences of other people because, like, it shouldn't be looked down upon and uh, frowned upon to be able to love and accept someone who's different.
0: Hey, everyone, welcome back to Saints Unscripted. We are here with Jake Berry today. Berry, as in strawberry. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Burgum strawberries. No, no more berries. Um, and we're excited to hear his story today. Uh, I've, I've learned a little bit about your story yeah. and there are a lot of different things that we could talk about. Right. Um, and so I'm just interested to see where this goes. But so, so starting out, you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Were you born a member of the church? I was, yeah. Okay. Yes. So between birth and now, you've been through a lot. Yeah, so so let's start from the very beginning and, and tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what uh, what your story is. Okay, so
1: um, I was actually uh, born with a disability called cerebral palsy that it was caused by a stroke um,
0: and, <laughs> in the womb. And you had a stroke in the womb? Yeah,
1: so oh, what man. ended up happening is uh, that umbilical cord was wrapped around my <laughs> neck like three times. Oh and, and so like goodness. when I was born, I was not breathing. So, okay. Yeah. So that's like birth wow. and then, yeah, uh, life goes on from there. Mm-hmm. And elementary school, um, I always looked at my uh, self physically normal. And, but I, as you can see, I have something going on with my hand. Uh, that's just uh, a defect that came from birth. And so like later on in like uh, probably junior high, I I, I saw the differences between the other kids and myself. And it kind of made me feel like, okay, I can't do some things. And so I kind of need to find a way to do other things that give me joy and happiness. Because if I look at other people who were able to play sports, I'm like, did I have that desire? Yeah, I did, of course, but I just feel like um, by sharing my story about how I grew up with cerebral palsy, I hope that this will touch um, the lives of others and hopefully, like, um, be able to look at people that are different in a different light as you said, I, I was born a member, and I just went went to school. In my later years, I was bullied a lot. And those, those bullies uh, were members of the church. Mm. And so it's not like I was physically bullied or anything. It was more like exclusion and emotional separation. They treated um,
0: you kind of like, you were different and you didn't belong. Is that kind of correct? Okay. Yeah.
1: So when I was 17, I went inactive uh, up until I was uh, 21, 22. And I actually relocated from Utah to Arizona. And this is where I had this spiritual rebirth. And I actually contacted the missionaries because I actually. Um, was prompted to by the Spirit because after moving from Utah to Arizona, it's just that there was a huge change um, for me not to be around family. And just a new start is like a lot of change. And I, I felt like, okay, this is the end. And I've always dealt with depression and anxiety my whole life and like my depression got so bad like when i moved that i contemplated suicide and when i was thinking and contemplating that on carrying that out it's i had this feeling of the spirit telling me stop it (laughs) and so that feeling of the spirit i haven't in that time period i really didn't have the spirit with me so i didn't know how to distinguish what was going on in my life with spirituality and as I said I felt the spirit and I automatically realized what that was yeah and, and so so how did you uh, how did you crawl out of that? I contacted the missionaries after this and they actually helped me um, get back to
0: reactivity. Can I ask a question sure so the missionaries helped you uh, helped you kind of come back to the church yeah did things change for you as you came back to the church yeah um things
1: things did and I felt like I was able to let um my past that took me away from the church I was able to let, let that go and become this new person and I worked so hard to get to a place where I was spiritually happy, yeah. and once I was there, everything just fell into place, and I was able to get the priesthood. One of the missionaries actually gave it to me, and cool. um, I had a, quite a few missionaries that I worked worked with, and we went through the temple together, and that's when I took out my endowments. Cool. And. So um, I later um, felt um, after I got the um, Melchizedek priesthood, I had this feeling of the Spirit telling me I needed to go on a mission, and I'm like, that's crazy, because when when I was in my teenage years, I was told like, oh Jake, you don't need to go. Um, You're you're just because you're you're disabled, you don't need to do this. God's gonna love you just the same, and that just made me feel dismissed when I was when I was younger, and I I felt like I I wasn't as good as um, my peers. Yeah, and like it was kind of that exclusion. Yeah, thing that, you were yeah. talking about. Yeah,
0: hmm.
1: it really was weird to me that that came up five, six years later. Yeah. Like, I I thought that was really like, Oh, are you sure you want me to do this? Cause one of your representatives told me no. And so I got my mission call. I was called the New York Rochester mission and I served, um, just about a year. Um, And then I came home early from my mission and things just fell
0: apart for me again. Yeah. Again. And what was the cause this time? Was it more exclusion, more, more mistreatment? Well,
1: it was more like I didn't have the support when I came home early to be successful. I feel like I was set up to fail
0: and At, at, at just life. In general?
1: No, uh, just at, like, the point of coming home on a mission. Like, okay. people come home with the spiritual high. yeah, And then they go on to go to school, get married. And, like, I, I just felt like, okay, <laughs> now I'm in this dark hole again. Um, how do I get myself out of it? So, like, I just told myself that I... I need to just give myself time to heal from being rejected. And I just felt like I was a lost soul. Yeah. Just like I was five years prior Mm -hmm. and fast forward a year. I'm now like, I'm not as strong as I want to be spiritually, but I am to a place where I'm actually happy. So.
0: And how did you get there? Because once again, you found yourself in a hole. How did you climb out? Of, or I guess I guess maybe you're still climbing out of it. Yeah, I'm I mean, still climbing out of it's it. It's a um, process. It's a process, yeah. So what are you doing to climb out of that
1: hole? I'm just involving uh, people that are good influences on me, not necessarily that are uh, members of church, because some of the nicest people are not members of our church. Sure. And so like, I've just been able to feel the love of others and be able to come closer to God through other people.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I, I see that because you're putting yourself out there to serve others. You are on Richard Osler's podcast, Listen, Learn, and Love. Yeah. Um, you're here right now trying to help people understand a little bit better um, what it's like to be someone with a disability yeah. and to be how to treat someone with a disability. Um, it reminds me a little bit of the scripture in the Book of Mormon that talks about how God gives us weaknesses that we may learn humility, right. and then weaknesses can be made into strengths. Right. You have cerebral palsy, which is obviously a, a humongous challenge for right. you. But it looks to me like you're turning it into a bit of a strength here right. as you have uh, grown and used that to be able to empathize with people a little bit better and are at a point now where you're trying to, to uh, help people see, see yeah. life from your eyes a little bit. My question for you is what advice would you have for people out there who maybe know people with cerebral palsy or any other kind of disability and maybe they recognize that they are a little different, what can they do to include them more? How can they um, approach them and, and, and uh, behave around them in a productive way? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does make sense. Um, it's different for everybody, um, but I know that everyone disability or no disability, wants to be loved and accepted and included. But that desire, like, to be able to include um, people who have disabilities into different aspects of life and inviting them to do activities at church or uh, inviting them to church or just on a social level. That needs to come from a genuine uh, spot in your heart. You can't just like, oh, I pity this person. Mm. And so I'm going to invite him or her to do this with me. I've had that happen to me before, and it's just not the not the best feeling to be pitied. Yeah. And in the time when I was growing up, I, I did feel pity. Uh, pitied from other people, and I, I feel where I am now, that those who are around me now generally love me and generally accept me for who I am. And I, that's what we need to do. We need to be better as people, not just as <laughs> Latter-day Saints, members of the church. We're taught that we need to be an example to the world yeah and by not including other people of differences disability no disability um lgbtq ia plus mm-hmm. people that have another challenge of, upon themselves like and i i wouldn't even sorry that it's not a challenge it's just like i i feel like we just need to love the. Um, differences of other people because like just because you identify as straight doesn't mean that someone else who identifies as gay isn't loved just as much by God of course and <laughs> it shouldn't be looked down upon and uh, frowned upon to be able to love and accept someone who's different
0: yeah that's awesome. I I think that uh, that the commandment from Christ to love thy neighbor didn't come with any conditions, right? Didn't yeah. it wasn't love thy neighbor unless yeah love thy neighbor unless he's different from you. And and I think as humans, and not necessarily just as Latter Day Saints, we have a problem right. or not a problem, but we we tend to freak out a little bit when people are different, right? Right. Definitely. Definitely. And yeah. I think that. Uh, we need to suck it up a little bit, right? We need to be a little, uh, a little better than that, and and accept that at the end of the day, everyone's a little different from everyone else. You know, right. we're a little different from me. From me, I'm a little different from you. We're all different from each other in different ways, uh, but that doesn't mean that we can't love each other and respect each other right. and empathize and be compassionate towards one another. Um, do you have any any uh, final thoughts that you'd like to share
1: yeah I I do like in my experience with the hardships that I had to take growing up and being hurt by people who were my peers inside and outside of the church I, I did recognize recently that I was identifying what hurtful things happened to me Um, I I thought this was like because I was different and because this was church and I thought if people at church are going to treat me like this, why should I continue coming to church? I still see that now, but it's not stopping me from loving God. The way we treat people is not a church thing of our members. It's a human thing. And, but I feel like we can all do better, and I can do better. And I feel so much love and compassion for everyone I meet, and that's t- that's taken me my whole entire life. I I just hope that we all can get to a place where we can accept everyone.
0: Yeah yeah that's that's good i think sometimes in the church we treat sometimes we treat the church like it's a almost like a museum where you go in and you look at you know these perfectly framed preserved artifacts and you're like oh that's a nice thing and it's perfect and it's a nice principle there it's a nice painting of something a nice representation but i think sometimes we need to remember that the church should be more like uh like a field hospital a little bit right uh, on the battlefield of life right like that's where people go who are hurt who are injured and who need help and i think if we go into it with that attitude then it's a little easier to uh not pass judgment on people or treat people differently um because they're different or, or whatever um and i think it it helps us maybe see a little bit more how you're starting to see that uh even though each of us are are injured spiritually or or in whatever way, we can also be physicians and we can go and we can help other people uh, in their process of healing. And it's really cool to see you kind of getting to that point where Mm -hmm. where you are going out to help other people with their process, even in the midst of your own process of healing, (laughs) which is really cool. Part of who you are are the things you've experienced. I don't know if that's grammatically correct, but hopefully you understand. Um, and so the the experience of being bullied when you were a, a younger guy, um, mm-hmm. it was really impactful for you, and and influences you to this day. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you wish they had treated you? Honestly, looking
1: back, um, I I wouldn't have wanted things any differently, just because it wouldn't it wouldn't have made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. I feel like we are, we're destined to go through something, even though like it might hurt us, but it's also just like a learning lesson.
0: So it's kind of like those trials of life can either be the wind that, that sinks your ship or the wind in your sails that right. helps you get to the destination that, that you're headed towards. And it sounds like you're still on the way towards that destination. Definitely. That's really cool. Jake, thank you so much for being with us. If people have uh, questions for you, um, let's see, can they leave questions in the comments section? Yeah, you can also tag
1: me as well. So
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, do you have uh, social media where people can follow you or anything like that? Of
1: course. Uh, Instagram is at a.jakeberry. And right on. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Jake Barry. Yeah.
0: All right, Jake, thank you so much for that, and we'll put links to your social media in the YouTube description of this video. If you guys have questions for Jake, leave them in the comments. And uh, thanks for spending time with us today, Jake. Thanks, Justin. I'm David. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no, <if> you're okay. <laughs> I heard Justin earlier. Justin's the cooler one. Oh, wow. We're keeping that. We're keeping that in this episode. No, you're not. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm, I'm happy to be confused with Cheston. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.